Hello and welcome back to the In Bloom podcast. This is the third and final episode of our breastfeeding series and here we talk about hunger cues, low milk supply and a lot more. So if you've listened to part one and part two, that is so awesome. But part three is really practical things that affect success of your breastfeeding journey. One being, and we're just going to jump right into it, one being hunger cues, which is obviously so important to make sure that you are aware of your baby's hunger levels. So signs that your baby is eating enough is frequent feedings, swallowing, you can actually see the baby swallow, they feel satisfied and happy, they have wet diapers throughout the day, they have a regular stool throughout the day, and their weight increases. So if you feel like your baby isn't getting enough food throughout the day, there could be a few reasons why. One being a ineffective latch, scheduled feedings, only offering the baby one side of your breast while you nurse, if the baby uses pacifiers, if the baby is always sleeping. And obviously these are just ideas from the book, as I've mentioned in part one and part two. This series is adapted from the book Pregnancy, Childbirth, and the Newborn written by Penny Simkin, which I honestly rave about to every single new mom, every pregnant mom, just because the information is so digestible and it's easy to read and there are little diagrams and pictures and I just think it is the best book. But as I was saying, obviously you will have an idea if you don't think that your baby is eating enough, especially if you're nursing and you may be able to feel that. So we can talk a little bit about if you are experiencing low milk production from birth. So if you aren't producing enough milk, you can try frequent feedings. And this is just the law of supply and demand. So when you're not breastfeeding as often, as frequently as maybe you should be, your milk production, your glands in your breasts say, okay, well, there is no need for me to be producing this much milk and therefore I am just going to back off and produce a little bit less just because we're still feeding the baby here, but not as often as I'm producing the milk. You also want to ensure that you have a good latch during feedings and reduce the amount of stress or pressure that you feel, which may be inevitable because as women, as a new mom, if you have your heart set on nursing and breastfeeding your baby, you are going to feel so attached to sustaining that connection and that lifeline that you want to provide for your baby. So stress affects every single part of our body and if you already feel like you have a low milk supply stress is only going to make that a little bit worse so just try to incorporate things into your day that you love or that make you feel at ease it can be little things but stress and pressure and feeling inadequacy and tension does not help your body to produce milk You can also try finding a breastfeeding consultant or a nurse in your local area, wherever you live. I know there are great community nurses out there that have a special 
niche and love for breastfeeding and the postpartum stage so they can be of great benefit and I'm pretty sure that most of them can do or offer home visits. You can also try different herbs such as fenugreek and there are a ton of products out there just because fenugreek has been proven to be so effective in increasing and boosting your milk supply. You should be drinking lots and lots of water, very hydrating foods, and eliminate or cut back on the amount of caffeine that you drink. Caffeine takes up two times the amount of water in your body when it is digested and used in our body. And you want to eat a lot of really nourishing, fatty, good carbohydrate foods, whole foods, real food that your body is going to recognize and find really satisfying to taste. Like you want to eat foods that are really appealing to you and that you enjoy eating and don't allow yourself a lot of restrictions. Just make sure that your food is real and local and non-processed because that is the most important. So some moms also experience they have a ton of milk supply after birth and they breastfeed and they have some success but then after a couple weeks or even a couple months they notice their milk supply decreasing which is a stressful thing especially if it's been easy for you right off the bat. So you first want to try the suggestions that I just stated and take a closer look into your current routine, your current diet, your lifestyle. If anything has drastically changed, if you are moving, if a relative is sick or has passed away, you really want to take that into consideration because more than likely your hormones have been affected and your hormone levels have changed and you're in a state of tension and maybe a little bit of fight or flight and you just feel maybe on edge and a little bit not like yourself, which is completely fair. You just want to do what you can to get back on track, to nurture yourself in a way and be open about it and be honest about it and own it and share that with the people who love and support you so they can facilitate those changes in how they treat you as well. It's really important to be open and really honest about it. And look at what are you doing with your time? Have you gone back to work? Are you spending less time from home? Are you enjoying being out of the house more? Could you possibly be pregnant? Just take a look at your current lifestyle and go from there. Also remember that if you started off breastfeeding and it has only lasted three, four, five months or maybe even less, that that is just something that happens. Unfortunately, milk supply just slowly decreases and that is the end of breastfeeding for you, which is something that is really sad, especially if you have really enjoyed your breastfeeding journey and that bonding time with your baby. It can be a very traumatic experience. So the third point, so if you have a problem with your letdown, it could be caused by stress, not enough nipple stimulation, or consumption of alcohol, caffeine, tobacco, or other recreational drugs if you choose to do so, as well as a poor nutrient deficient diet. So You really want to make sure that you are cooking whole beautiful foods, as I have mentioned. 
and drink lots and lots of filtered water. Maybe try some electrolyte tablets in there. I know the noon ones are really, really good and they're easy too because you can just pack the little tube in your purse, take them to go, keep a little box in the pantry. They're really convenient and they're tasty too. They come in a bunch of different flavors. There are also some things that I want to talk about. So challenges while breastfeeding. Breast fullness and tenderness, which may mean that you need to nurse a little bit more often, or you can try ice packs or a hot shower. You may also experience sore or tender nipples, so start breastfeeding on the least sensitive or sore breast and really watch when he or she is latching and adjust if necessary to a position a little bit more comfortable. Change your nursing pads often and avoid tight tops when unnecessary. Really allow yourself comfort and loose flowy tops can be really helpful. You may also experience infections. If you think you have an infection, you are going to want to see your care provider, your midwife, or your doctor right away and get diagnosed and treated so you can be safe and comfortable. Sometimes infections in your breasts can be really scary just because there's a lot going on inside. While breastfeeding, you may also experience leaking and I think this is inevitable. A lot of moms experience leaking while breastfeeding. That's why they have nursing pads. That's why they maybe have a pump on the other breast just to express all of the milk that is releasing. So obviously nursing pads, I just for the sake of being green and reducing the amount of waste that we use would suggest the washable reusable breastfeeding pads just because I think they're a little bit more economical and sustainable and they're easy to wash you just toss them in with your whites or something a little bit more lighter you don't want to wash them on a really heavy duty load and you can find a ton online you may also experience plugged ducts while breastfeeding. So this, from what I've heard, can be extremely uncomfortable and very unpleasant. So what you want to do is warm up some towels that have been lightly soaked in water. So they're warm and heavy and they'll feel really, really good on your breast and just lay them down. The heat will feel so nice and it will really help you to relax as well and just release any tension, any stress in your breast and hopefully release the plug duct. You may also try to feed in different positions that puts less pressure on your breast and massage your breast in the shower but massage upwards and not downwards. So some things that may cause complications while breastfeeding. You may experience breastfeeding difficulties if you've had a c-section just because you won't be able to lift or be 100% mobile and the actual process of having a c-section maybe it's something that you don't want and your hormone levels will decrease because you will be essentially heading into a surgery rather than giving birth vaginally, which allows you to experience the full sensations of all the hormones in your body, which is oxytocin, and that is the key ingredient in producing breast milk. Obviously, there are a ton of women who have had cesareans and that have had 
100% success with breastfeeding, no complications, no issues, but it is something to be aware of. So having a premature baby or a sick baby also can cause some complications for breastfeeding just because the baby is experiencing sickness. It's going to worry you, the mother, that is going to play with your body and your hormones and you're just going to want the baby to be obviously safe and healthy and happy and you want to take your baby home. The baby, on the other hand, may have some health concerns, be a really low weight and not be 100% stable and healthy so breastfeeding might not be something that is physically possible on your baby's end of things and the final thing that may cause complications while breastfeeding is working too soon after baby is born so you're introduced to a totally new routine maybe a little bit too soon you might not see your baby during the day and you lack that one-on-one time that a lot of moms need and that a lot of moms crave and unfortunately that is something that many people have to face they don't get a long enough mat leave or an extended mat leave from their work just because it financially isn't possible so that is something that really contributes to the success of breastfeeding is the mom being away from her baby too much and the added stress of sustaining a happy work environment and making sure that she's doing a good job at work and being a good mom and sometimes it can just be too much and Her body can't produce breast milk because there are other things to think about. So that is it for the breastfeeding series, the three-part breastfeeding series. If there is something that you want to learn about, if there is something you want to me to talk about on this podcast, please let me know. Send me a message at Podcast on Instagram and I would love to chat about what you have questions about. So I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you.